Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real, Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep-free trial and a 10-year warranty, so you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code IDO for an exclusive 35% off. Because every mom deserves a good night's sleep, and with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash do. That's ro.co slash I-D-O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash I do. What's going on, beautiful people? Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you're listening to this podcast. 
if you're driving, working out, going on a walk, laying in your bed, sending you a big hug. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I talk with Dr. Tara, and Dr. Tara is a sexual communication expert, a tenured professor of relational and sexual communication at Cal State University Fullerton, an award-winning researcher, a sex and relationship coach at lovebites.co, and the host of Love Bites by Dr. Tara Podcast, where she focuses on sexual wellness and exploration. And today, Dr. Tara and I get into the top sexual communication practices that we can implement in our relationship today. And I really loved my talk with Dr. Tara. I actually just got off the Zoom meeting with her where we talked for like another 15 minutes after I was done recording and just all things relationship and really enjoyed this conversation with her. She gives a lot of really actionable tips that I don't think we've covered on the podcast before. So tune in, take notes, enjoy And as always, thank you so much for tuning in, for sharing the episode with your friends and family and leaving those five-star reviews on iTunes or on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this podcast. We really appreciate that. If you like the show, take a couple minutes, leave us those reviews, Uh, helps us spread the word, get this information out to more people just trying to improve their lives, improve their relationships. All right. Enjoy today's show. Hi, Dr. Tara. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today. Hi, Chase. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Today, we're going to talk about the top sexual communication practices and how to implement them in our relationships. And we've definitely talked about improving communication in general, definitely around sex in past episodes, but we can never really cover it enough. And I'm excited to hear your thoughts and tools for communicating around sex. So I thought we could start with having you tell our listeners why you're particularly passionate about this area of relationships and why we tend to not be so good at communication, but particularly communicating around sex. I love this question. (laughs) The why are we not good at talking about sex question? It's great. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about how I became very interested in this topic. So at the age of 24, uh, I for the first time, entered a sex shop. So before that, I've uh, not been into one. I don't have sex toys. I didn't have sex toys. So that was my first time entering a sex shop and realizing that there's so much self-exploration that I haven't done that most people haven't done. So uh, that was like the first time I was like, wow, (laughs) what an interesting world that's so much larger than I had thought. And in the PhD program, uh, I was studying relationships and communication. uh, And then the more I read about the research, the more I realized that one of the biggest problems couples have is related to sex. It's either the sex itself or it's the things surrounding sex. Uh, And in fact, 
sex issues is one of the reasons for divorce. So I, the more I read the research in this realm, the more I realized, wow, there's so much more to learn and to be done to research because we cannot know enough. Uh, why is it that sex issues is still one of the top reasons people cite for breakups and divorce? So uh, that inspired me into studying more uh, about the functioning around sex, which is communication, right? Uh, and I like to say, as you know, as a sexual communication scholar, I like to say that most sex issues are communication issues. Would you say so, Chase, after, you know, doing this podcast for so long? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And just understanding what it is that we want ourselves and then communicating that to our partner. Exactly. And I think, you know, a lot of people still don't get that. Like I have a pretty active TikTok and Instagram and I always get DMs like, how can I get my partner to want sex more? It's not about getting your partner to want sex more. It's how do you communicate and negotiate the differences in sexual desire? So most sex issues are communication issues. And the more I research that, the more I learn about it, the more I realize how important it is to study sexual communication in depth, which then leads me to the question, why are we not good at talking about sex? I mean, imagine a couple, let's say Peter and Janet, right? They've uh, they've been together before they got married. They've been together two years. Relationship was great. Sex was good. Nothing amazing. No fireworks, but it was good. And they both check each other's every boxes. They decided to get married and now they're married for three years. Uh, they just welcomed their first child. Now they don't have sex. For Peter, it's like, it just seems like she's always tired. I try to initiate, I touch her, and then she just kind of look away and she's not welcoming my touches. For Janet, it's like, gosh, I'm doing all these things and he still wants me to have sex with him. What is the deal, right? So scene, <laughs> that's a very, very, very common uh, scenario for millions of people around the world and a lot of Americans. So uh, when I research more to why we're not good at speaking about this, I had to look at history. So when you look at the history, right, Chase, uh, for hundreds of years, we were not allowed to talk about sex. For hundreds of years, we were not allowed to talk about sex. I mean, we're not going to go back to, to like two, 3,000 years because the Greeks talked about sex. But in our modern society for, let's say, 100 or so years, we were not allowed to talk about sex. Sex is very taboo. And for many people, sex is reserved for only married couples. So for many people, you're not allowed to have sex before marriage. So since you did not get any education around uh, sexual communication competence and you did not get uh, any education on how to have a healthy sex life, you are kind of like a toddler. You're just, you're, you couldn't even walk when it comes to sex. And now you're married and you're expected to be an uh, Olympic athlete for running. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're. Exactly right. And a lot of not just communication around sex, but relationships in general were not educated 
on how to relate better. And certainly around a topic that there's a lot of shame associated with and discomfort, and that being sex, we seem to be particularly not very good around it. And you you mentioned education, and that's why I love doing this podcast, is having professionals like yourself on to educate myself and our listeners. So I'm really excited to hear your tips on, on how we can be educated to do this better. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm on the same boat as you. I love uh, going on different podcasts and uh, doing my own podcast about sexual wellness and exploration because there's so much to learn. And it's kind of like listening to music, right? There's a lot of music out there. Sometimes you want to listen to this. Sometimes you want to listen to that, but it just never gets old. So uh, I'm just really excited to be on your podcast and helping you on this journey. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. If you're tuning into today's show, you're probably aware that mental health and relationship challenges are a part of life, but they don't have to define you and you're not alone. If you've ever wished that you could join a conversation with an expert and call into a show in a similar vein as relationship advice, here's an opportunity for you. If you're navigating something messy, call the Dr. John Deloney show. His show recently hit top five of all podcasts on Apple Podcasts and for a good reason. With a PhD in counseling and two decades of experience sitting with people, Dr. Deloney brings practical advice on how to connect with others, face depression, overcome anxiety, and find true wellness. This caller-driven show tackles real-life issues from relationships to emotional well-being. Dr. Deloney walks alongside people just like you as they navigate tough decisions. So no matter what you're going through, the Dr. John Deloney Show is here for you. Send your questions, leave a voicemail at 844-693-3291 or email askjohn at ramseysolutions.com. They want to talk to you. Listen to the Dr. John Deloney Show wherever you get your podcasts or follow the link on our website. Money is one of the biggest stressors in relationships. While worrying about it doesn't help a ton, Earnin actually does. Our sponsor, Earnin, is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Many couples end up fighting about finances, especially when surprise costs arise. Earnin allows you to seamlessly deal with that unexpected trip to the vet or the last minute gift for loved ones without any stress, letting you and your partner focus on what really matters. Earnin is helping millions of Americans to feel self-sufficient and to worry and fight less about money. All of this without debt trap, mandatory fees, or credit checks. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download Earnin app, type in relationship advice under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's relationship advice under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. So let's dive in. Tell us what we can do 
or where should we start? You know, obviously everyone's going to be in a little bit of a different place, but I think a lot of people might not even be thinking about how to communicate around sex. Like, like you said, they might say something like, oh, we, we never have sex or you're always tired. And, and that's the communication. So where can we start? Yes. So uh, the first thing that I recommend couples doing is what is called sexy check-in. Have you ever heard of that? We've covered like check-ins, but not sexy check-ins. They sound more interesting. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, check-ins are really important. Uh, if you think about owning a car, right? Like we have to maintain our car. We take our car in for maintenance, oil change, uh, you know, washer fluids, this and that. So we do a lot of things to take care of our cars, our house, Um but why don't we do things to take care of our sexuality? One of the most important things about being a human. So um, if you're dating, and I assume that your listeners are either dating or married, right? Or single, you know. Or single, okay. Single, dating, <laughs> well, when you start it, when you start dating someone, because sexual communication can be, you know, an intrapersonal communication, which is within yourself. But a lot of it is interpersonal communication, which is with your partner. So uh, if you're dating or you're in a relationship or married, um, I highly suggest you start doing what is called sexy check-in, which is similar to a relationship check-in, but specifically about sex. And I know that, you know, the first time it might feel awkward. So I recommend couples to, I mean, I recommend the person that will start asking to uh, start with low pressure. So maybe not like right before or after sex, not like a stressful time, perhaps, morning coffee, perhaps on a hike, maybe on a dinner date. Um, I would prime the communication with, hey, uh, the other day I listened to this episode and I thought it was really interesting. Um, can we talk about, can we talk about sex? Uh, and the other person might be a little startled, startled. But if you ask that question first, which is asking for permission for participation, Right. Because if you just start by asking about sex, like, do you like sex? <laughs> the other person will be very startled and they're like, whoa, where did this come from? But if you ask by saying, would you like to participate in this conversation, which is like, hey, you know, I listened to this podcast the other day and it, it can be your podcast, Chase. And I thought I heard something really interesting. Uh, can I ask you some questions? And if the other person said, yeah, I mean, now I'm curious, like, what did you listen to? What what is this about? Uh, then you go, well, I mean, uh, this might feel awkward because it's our first time. But here's my question. How are you feeling about our sex life right now? And then crickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or not. Or not. I mean, for a lot of people, it might be uh, like, whoa, this is, uh, you know, out of nowhere. Um, I don't even know how to start. Uh, I don't. I don't want to share this. At the end of the day, um, if you're in a loving relationship, uh, you know, some somewhat healthy relationship, I think give give it space, like give it some silence. You don't need to fill up the silence with com conversation all the time. And just like, yeah, I just thought it's an interesting question. Uh, and then just wait and see if the other person's like, well, 
I think we're doing good. Uh, then you can start the conversation by sharing your perspective, or you can ask another question like, "What do you think I can do more of to pleasure you?" Which is an amazing question that everyone should be asking in their relationship. So, for those of you that are listening, if you've never asked this before, uh, please do because it allows your partner this room where you're soliciting feedback. People are so afraid to give sex feedback because sex, again, is very personal, right? Our, our sex life and our sexual identity and how, quote unquote, good we are at sex becomes a very personal thing, especially in studies show for men. Men are easily offended when you give them feedback Uh, about their sexual performance. So it has to become a repertoire in a relationship where sexual communication and feedback is welcomed. So if it has never happened before, it takes a courageous person to start asking. What would you tell someone who says, you know, what can I do more to pleasure you? And let's say it's a female that asks that question. That seems a bit easier. Like you said, men may tend to be more easily offended. So if it's the other way and a, and a man asks that after the, the female asks it and the man starts to get defensive when, when the woman says, well, you could do this, this and this. And how can they communicate in general in that situation that's going to be a little bit softer on the ego and lead to a more productive conversation? Yes. So uh, I always recommend and I think, you know, those uh, the audience that are listening to your podcast probably already heard about this is, a, you know, mindful communication and always prime with mutual goals. So uh, if you're asking, okay, what do you think I can do more to pleasure you? and you want to give feedback in a way that's mindful uh, and emphasizes mutual goals, you can go, uh, well, Peter, you know, I really love you. And I think we have a good sex life. Uh, well, if you're really asking, maybe like just a few tweaks here and there, I feel like might, you know, uh, really enhance the sexual experience. Or if we try uh, this one thing, um, it could make us feel closer together. I definitely want us to try this. Right. So explaining that you love the person, that you think the sex life is good, that, you know, maybe tweak little things can uh, make you feel a more pleasure and then maybe help you connect with your partner more. Things like that can be helpful. I love when our guests give specific dialogue examples. And like you said, like starting with a positive, right? It's like the whole compliment sandwich type yes. thing with communication. <laughs> you don't want to just be listing. It's like, oh, well, thanks for asking about how you think our sex life is. And, and here are all the negative things, even if it's really hard to think of something positive. I mean, there's going to be something if you're in a relationship that you can think of. And it's all the more reason to have the conversation, but trying to, to start with the positive, then give the feedback and then even ending with a positive. That's the bottom of the compliment sandwich. Then 
that's going to lead to a more productive conversation. I love that you said compliment sandwich. Uh, the way I was taught, they call it the poop sandwich. Which oh, is no. The positive, the shits in the middle, and then the positive. Oh, man. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> yeah. They call it the poop sandwich because shits in the middle. Oh, man. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be shitty things, right? It's like sometimes <laughs> it's just feedback. Exactly. And it's so important in tone and timing of these conversations. And we've definitely covered that in, in a lot of episodes, but it's super important, especially around a, a sensitive topic like sexuality in a relationship. So we have the sexy check-in and you've given us some good questions to ask. Okay. Can I share one more question that I really like? Yes. And then let's let's go on to another communication practice we can implement. Yes. So the third question that I really like, and this is this will end the compliment uh, sandwich. Name one thing that you really like that I do during sex. I love that. And are there any speed bumps or things to think about or things to avoid when answering or asking these questions? I would say when you're asking these questions, prepare yourself that, you know, maybe you thought your sex life was completely fine. Uh, prepare yourself that other people's realities, your, your partner's reality and yours might differ a little bit or a lot. <laughs> so giving yourself that like self-compassion, like, hey, you know, I'm asking this question, I'm getting this started. Uh, which I always commend, like that's the courageous person is bringing up these things that are uncomfortable, that are needed and necessary. So I always tell people like, you are doing the right thing. You are starting this conversation. If your partner is not starting it, someone has to. So uh, prepping, you know, help like prep your own mind. Like, okay, yes, I'm I'm ready to hear if there's any feedback. I'm ready to be more open. Maybe give yourself some affirmations. Like, you know, today I will uh, effectively listen. Today I will empathically listen. Today I, um, I welcome feedback. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Do you want to know one of my favorite meals? It's a slice of toasted bread with tomato, mozzarella, basil, olive oil, salt and pepper, and a little drizzle of balsamic glaze. Makes my heart happy. It's so simple. It's so delicious. And I love that all the ingredients get to show off their individual flavors. I used to eat it all the time as my easy go-to meal. And then all of a sudden, there was a ton of messaging out there telling me that I shouldn't eat carbs and that I shouldn't eat bread and that bread is bad. And I hate to admit it, but I cut out bread entirely for the longest time. And it wasn't until recently that I started to understand that not all bread is created equal. Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. They've remade carby, empty calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories, plus protein and fiber. I highly recommend that you give their bread a try. They're giving relationship advice listeners 10% off when you visit Hero. Dot co and use the code I do at checkout. 
I was so excited to discover Hero Bread. It's truly amazing. And they've made a product that is tasty and soft while having zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and high in fiber. I'm not going to lie. Their white bread is so good, and it makes the best tomato and mozzarella sandwich. Last week, Stella and I were back in Florida visiting our family, and we all walked to the lake, and the only bread we had in the house was Hero Bread. So we grabbed a slice, walked to the lake, and by the time we got there, Stella had eaten the whole piece of bread and, of course, wanted more. So the poor ducks didn't get any Hero Bread, but Stella did. Since I had cut out bread for a while, every time I ate low-quality bread, my body felt bad. It felt bloated and I didn't feel great. But with Hero Bread, I feel good after eating it, which makes my life so much easier because now I can go back to my easy grab and go sandwiches when I'm on the run. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code I do at checkout. That's I do at H E R O dot C O. Hey, Love Tribe, I have just a few questions for you. I want to know why you are here listening to the podcast. Are you here because you want to stop bickering with your partner and you want to feel truly heard? Or are you looking for ways to reignite your sex life? Or do you want to feel more emotionally connected with your partner? Or do you just long for those fun, giggly moments of connection that you used to have at the beginning of your relationship? Well, over the last decade of hosting this podcast, those were the main reasons people tuned into the show. And we get it. We've been there. So we created our course, Spark My Relationship, because we wanted to put those tools to unlocking a fulfilling relationship right in your hands. We're offering $100 off our course, Spark My Relationship, which is a self-paced course designed to help you create more passion, improve your communication, and build a stronger, more intimate connection with your partner and have an amazing time doing it. We've collaborated with over 15 therapists and psychologists to bring you the strategies that marriage therapists teach their clients. So to unlock this special offer of our course, our listeners can visit sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock to get $100 off. That's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. I love these questions. And as I'm looking at my notes and the questions, I wrote them down. They're valuable to ask outside of the context of the bedroom. Instead of what can I do more of to pleasure you sexually? It's also super valuable to say like, hey, what can I do more of that feels good to you exactly, in the yeah. day to day? Or name one thing that, that I do for you uh, in action that really makes you feel loved right yes. outside of the bedroom, just in, in the normal day to day. I think that's so important because a lot of times we just coast or we assume that our partner can read our minds or it's like, yeah, I, they do that thing, but they do it on occasion and that's fine. But they don't even realize how good it makes you feel when they do it. And why don't you tell them? You know, hey, I I love it when you come home and and you ask me how my day was, and now we're just getting this feedback and this communication back and forth to better understand our partner, to better relate with them, and 
even if it's not related to the bedroom, it is related to the bedroom because the more connected we feel outside of the bedroom, the more connected we're going to be during intimate actions, right? Yes, 100%, uh, which is related to my second sexual communication practice, which is uh, doing more sexual communication outside the bedroom. Let's dive into that. So, so what does that look like? So uh, for those of you that are already, you know, kind of having a playful life and being sexually playful outside the bedroom is already in your repertoire, uh, you might find it easier to engage in things like sexting to, you know, keep the passion, keep the tension, the sexual chemistry uh, alive and going. Um, But for those of you that have not done these things and it's not in your repertoire, you can... Uh, start with something that feels more natural to you. That's that's maybe in that's maybe easier for you to get into. For example, uh, if you're not someone who would just you know uh, send a dirty text to your partner, uh, you can even just start with "You look so beautiful today," and I say that that's sexual communication because compliments. Uh, lead to people feeling better about themselves, which is a huge part of sexual self-esteem. And guess what predicts someone uh, wanting more regular sex is when they have high sexual self-esteem. So compliments, you know, by like indirect relationship is a huge predictor of how someone would feel good about themselves sexually. This is specifically also for people who feel like um, they're not, they have not been having like a passionate relationship or they've been having a quote unquote like dry spell. It's really important to keep the lube going. And I call compliments uh, is day-to-day lube, which is, you know, you don't need to go on super overboard with sexting and sending a, you know, a naked pic or, I mean, if that's in your repertoire, like go ahead and do it because it can create, you know, uh, anticipation for sex, but at the same time, like go at your pace. So if you've never done anything like that before, start complimenting them regularly. And I'm going to say research found that in long-term relationships, uh, heterosexual relationships, women, uh, are typically scoring a little bit lower on, you know, remembering to compliment their partner. And in this particular compliment, because I'm trying to relate it back to sexual self-esteem and sexual communication, in this particular compliment, uh, it should be outside of responsibility. Meaning, if you already compliment your partner, like, wow, you know, you're you're such a good cook, right? Like, that's good. And I think you should continue to do that. Or like, wow, like, thank you so much for doing the laundry. Um, You're so good at doing laundry. Like, yes, if you're already doing that, that's great for you. You should do that. You should be appreciative. Uh, But at the same time, that's like because of the responsibility. It doesn't feel, it doesn't remind them of what it's like to be, you know, like 25 and, you know, hot and attractive. Like, you know, remind them of the things uh, that they have that maybe they don't get from other people because their friends are not going to be like, wow, you have a good ass, right? But their partner should be, their partner should be saying that. 
So I always say like compliment them on something that is related to attractiveness and, you know, something that draws uh, you into them, like their intelligence, their conversational, their like anything that is about them, not about the responsibility. I'm I'm glad you directed that towards the sexy side because I, I had a good laugh when you said, wow, you're so good at doing laundry. Because it's nice to say that for sure. And that's important to do in the relationship. But in the context of sexuality, it's like, yeah, that's not going to get the sparks <laughs> flying or maybe. But but definitely, like you said, directing that towards more of the passionate side. I'm, I'm just picturing, you know, like Italians and, and French tend to be, I, I don't know, they, they seem like sexy cultures. And it's like, would you see an, an Italian cliche, like sexy movie and the man compliments the woman in that beautiful Italian accent that she's so good at doing laundry and then the sparks fly. It's just a funny picture to me. But uh, yes, so complimenting the ass and, and not so much how good they are at doing laundry is going to be the direction you want to go if you want more passion in the sheets. Exactly. More passion in the sheets, reminding them of, you know, who they are, what uh, they stand for and their passion and their uh, position in life and uh, not just the responsibility to things that they have to do. Exactly. Like reminding them that they're a mom of four kids and, and they're kids. <laughs> You're such a laundry. great mom. I think that's good. I think that's good, but it's not going to feel sexy. Right. I love you it. You have such a great ass. That's sexy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Awesome. So what are some other sexual practices, communication practices we can think about? Yes. So another thing that I uh, often tell people is uh, sex act itself is communication, right? Because communication doesn't always have to be verbal communication. Sometimes communication is the things you do. So uh, being open-minded and trying new things together uh, is communication, is the sexual communication practice I want you, uh, your listeners to try. Uh, and this doesn't mean like, oh, you have to go try, you know, BDSM <laughs> or you have to go try a, a new fetish, like not like that at all. Uh, what what new sexual thing you can try together, I typically recommend, and this has so much research uh, behind it, uh, is sexual meditation. What's that about? So a sexual meditation practice is similar to a regular meditation practice practice, but it focuses on your cultivating your sexuality, the sexual connection between you and your partner, um, and the sensations in your body. So it focuses specifically on sexuality, uh, but it's just like uh, other meditation practices. If you're curious to learn more or try it, uh, you can try it solo to cultivate your own sexuality and sexual feelings. But you can also try with your partner as a couple's meditation. I have uh, a list of guided 
sexual meditation on YouTube that you can check out. There's also other people that do it if you uh, search for it on YouTube. But if you search Love Bites by Dr. Tara, you'll find uh, the guided sexual meditation that you can do solo and as a couple. And I think trying something new that is not necessarily, you know, sex or penetration and it's low stake, but it's fun and it's new and it allows you to get closer together in a very uh, intimate but fresh like new way um, it's been a success like every couple that has tried um, that I have coached or people that come to my events have said that wow it's so refreshing it's I didn't know that you can be sexual in other ways apart from like in the bed and uh, you know this sexual meditation has like proven that you can feel very spiritually spiritually and sexually connected um, sometimes even without touching. I love that. We'll be sure to link to that in the show notes, those meditations. We've covered a lot of ground, definitely a lot for our listeners to think about. Are there any other things that you feel are really important around sexual communication practices that you can share before we wrap up? Yes, the one last thing that I would like to encourage everyone to do is to write, I, I call it an adoration letter once a year. Because yeah, you can write, you know, uh, a letter of appreciation in which I hear people talk about it a lot. Like I appreciate that you do one, two, three, four, five things. But I think also adoration allows this sense of sexual chemistry and romance to flourish uh, and an adoration letter is all about them. Not like, I love you because you make me feel like a better person, right? No, uh, I love you because you're a very intelligent person. I, I, I love looking at your face. You have beautiful eyes. Uh, I love when you laugh, you light up the room. So an adoration letter is about them. And I think if it's hard, write like five things about them that are attractive in this adoration letter and then exchange once a year, maybe make it a Valentine's Day thing. Uh, and that shall remind, you can remind each other of, you know, why you fell in love and what are some attractive points about that. Uh, it's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. That's, again, a, a lot of these things are valuable for improving your sex life, but they're just going to improve the relationship. And obviously those things are all connected. So thank you so much, Dr. Tara, for, for sharing all this great information, lots to think about for myself and definitely our listeners out there. Before we wrap up, can you tell our listeners where they can find you online and then we'll say goodbye? Yes. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share more about sexual communication. You can find me uh, on my website, lovebites.co. That's L-U-V-B-I-T-E-S dot C-O and all of my other links on there. We'll have those links in the show notes and on our website, idopodcast.com. And thanks for taking the time to come on. Thank you, Chase. 
Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, all the links to the guest as well as any of their recommendations will be in the show notes page. You can find the link to that in the episode description or by going to idopodcast.com. Click on the podcast tab up at the top and you will have access to all the episodes that we've ever done. There are over 300 of them. Uh, And while you're on our website, if you haven't checked out our free 14-day happy couple challenge, we really hope you do. It's a free email challenge that we send to you. It's 14 days of fun, easy, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And if you're looking for something that provides a little more help with working on your relationship, whether it's improving intimacy or communication with your partner or just bringing the spark back, we would love for you guys to check out our online course, Spark My Relationship. We're offering $100 off to all of our listeners if you go to sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. We've worked with over 15 psychologists and therapists to create the real life tools and strategies that they are teaching their clients. So we wanted to give them to you. It's a self-paced online course that can be done in as little as a month or up to three months. You can really decide how much or how little you want to do with your partner or maybe just yourself. So we hope you guys check that out. It's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. Have a great day. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.